So not too long ago, I held this workshop at WPPI where I gave my top 30 creative strategies to get photography clients as fast as possible without paid ads. And it killed it. It sold out. It was incredible. I've been sitting on it for a little while and I've decided to bring it back, to bring it back and to give it directly to you. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to pay anything either. I just want to help you grow your business each day for three days. I'm going to share with you 10 ultra unique creative ways to attract dream clients to your photography business without spending a bunch of money. I'm calling this thing the three day client blitz and it is pure gold for three days. I'm going to give you so many creative ideas to get clients in your business right now. Just go to sixfigurephotography.com forward slash blitz six S I X six figure photography.com forward slash blitz b l i t z i can't wait to give you some incredible ideas <laughs> You are listening to the Six Figure Photography Podcast with Ben Hartley and Rachel Griden. Each week, a new episode will air to help you grow your business by winning more bookings, maximizing profits, and breaking through your limiting beliefs. Today, we're talking about something life or death, something very important. <laughs> we're talking about something that doesn't talking, matter. <laughs> we're talking about Instagram Reels. And JK, JK, they actually don't. Until they do. Until they and do. That's the point. It's like the whole point of this episode is going to be talking about how it's all about trying. Done is better than perfect. And it doesn't matter if you make bad reels, but it does help if you make good ones. Yeah. And uh, like this is just another option. There are so many ways to grow your business and reels does not have to be a part of the strategy. It really right. doesn't. However, if you're, if you choose to have it be, then let's dial it in. Like let's get you the mm -hmm. best results possible. And I, I really think it's worth noting, even as we're talking about reels, like any even platform, like man, even with social media, I grew the photography studio to, you know, just under half a million without Instagram without posting, <laughs> without like using, and this was in the heyday of Instagram, Rachel. Yeah. This was like, you know, uh, goodness from 2010, uh, to today, like that was the last decade was the, that was prime time. I just right, had other things right. I was cooking and I didn't really enjoy right. posting. Right. So then you don't and yeah. you find something else that you do enjoy posting that also brings in leads. Um, something that I would like to say about Instagram reels though, I think photographers are really quick to write them off because you see, if you're a photographer, you're getting a lot of reels from photography educators. So you are seeing different content from them than you could be putting out. You can do reels and never show your face. Well, this you know, is, this is really important. Because you 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 just nailed it. Your algorithm is giving you very different content than what it's giving your target client. Yes. So your mind is getting primed for like all I see is educators making reels. All I see, of course, that's all you right. see. That's all that you're being targeted to see. Yes. And your your leads are not seeing that. They're right. they're seeing stuff very different. Uh, it's a really it's a really important thing to note. And something that's really been helpful for me as a creator is I have a private Instagram account where I post photos of my kids. Not many people follow me. It's only people that I know in real life. Scrolling through that 
algorithm on that account is very helpful for me to see what it's like to not have a business account mm. and to see what moms are being shown, you know, like, cause if I was marketing my photography business, I would be targeting moms probably. Mm -hmm. So it, it's very helpful for me to get in that headspace and be like, Oh, not everybody is being targeted with how to grow your Instagram following in seven days reels. Like I am, you know, I see those all the time and I get so sick of scrolling on my professional account mm -hmm. because I don't want to see that all the time. Sometimes it's helpful, but so as a tip, if you have another Instagram account that you can kind of teach the algorithm what to show you. So it's similar to your target clients, that would be really helpful. So you can kind of see how to disrupt that feed in a creative way. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about this actually when it comes to finding inspiration, because I do something yeah. similar, but different with, uh, with a different burner account. <laughs> do it. Okay. Yeah. Let's just dive yeah. into that then. Well, let's talk well, about, well, maybe before we do that, I do think it's important. And it's one last thing to know on this con, the, the conversation around like, do I need to do reels? Is it, is it something that, uh, is, it makes sense for my yeah, strategy. Yeah. So like there must be a bigger strategy behind mm -hmm. like the strategy can just be, I'm going to make reels so that way I will get lots more views because they get more views than post typically. It's a big yes. asterisk there, but there has to be a more strategy than just they'll get more views. Like there, mm -hmm. there has to be something else to that. And I would, I would really encourage uh, the listeners to make sure that part of the strategy is that you find joy in this. Like that, that's actually the first time I decided to really go after Instagram once was when, uh, reels hit. Yep. And Same. I know it's a lot of, a lot of photographers, like they go in the opposite direction. They're like, Oh, I ain't not doing this. Just give me a post. But right. for me, I was like, Ooh, what's this short form video content that I can just be like ridiculous on. Yes. Sign me up. It got me really excited mm -hmm. and it aligned with my bigger strategy, which is enjoying my career. Like yes. I, I never wanted to make carousel posts. Screw that right. shit. Right. Like that right. sounds terrible, but it's a little 10 second ditty. Let's go. Like, right. I think it's really important that, that everyone who hears this, like that you just check in with yourself. Does this mm -hmm. actually align with like you finding joy in your business? Right. But like we always talk about, you don't have to do it like everyone else either. You don't have to do 10, 10 second ditties like me and Ben. Ben and I are similar in the way that we use reels in that we're usually using, you know, voiceovers that we're lip syncing to, you know, we have a similar tactic there, but there's so many cool templates that you can use and you can just show your photos and use a beautiful audio. It doesn't have to be these funny voiceover things that Ben and I do that just happens to work for our personalities. But I want to encourage you maybe today, just for today to think about how you could use reels just to show your work. It mm. doesn't need to be this whole other, you know, actor thing where you're having to make funny faces or dance at the camera. You can never show your face and still utilize reels in your business. Yeah. Um, so you, you mentioned templates, you know, some yeah. of this will be not timeless. Some of the right. stuff will say, well, who know who that, I mean, honestly, like they, they, they've thrashed so much and it makes sense over the last, you know, couple of years here, yeah. who knows what features are going to be available. But one of the neat things that they have released is, is templates. If you, if you find a reel, especially like the slideshow reels mm -hmm. that show a picture after picture after picture, usually it's on beat to certain music, um, check, uh, down in the bottom left hand corner, if it says use template. 
And, and I think it has like a little camera next to it or yeah, something. Exactly. It? Yep. Use template. And, and, uh, and then you just click on that and then you just load in your pictures and it's already cut to the music. It's already cut to the beat pro tip. If you find a slideshow that exists on the internet to some dope, fat, awesome music, and it doesn't have that little use template button, click on the audio, mm. the actual audio itself. And it'll pull up all the other people who've used that audio and start going through those and see if any one of them used somebody it. certainly has yes used it as a template and then you can just piggyback right off of that we're we're getting mm-hmm. a, get a, like a little bit into like the the content technicalities yeah strategy <laughs> but this is actually a, a big part of it like Rachel what are some of the big questions that you get asked uh, most frequently about your ability to produce reels. Something that I get asked a lot, which I do not have an intelligent answer for, I probably get this question more than anything, is how do I find trending sounds? Yeah. And it's like just part of my work day, I will spend 10 to 15 minutes scrolling and I look in the bottom left-hand corner for the little arrow button. And if it's got an arrow pointing up and to the right, it means that it's trending. And so that means it's, Instagram is pushing reels made with that sound more often or harder. At least that's the belief as of May of 2023. And so I will go through, sometimes I will intentionally search a hashtag like that's outside of my industry, like outside of photography, outside of copywriting, because I want something that photographers haven't seen 70,000 times in their feeds. Like I want it to be interesting to them. So I'll look at designers or other creative professions and see what's trending in their worlds Mm -hmm. and then steal that and bring it over to our photography world. Yeah. So, um, but it's really just scrolling. I don't follow accounts that post trending audios. You can do that too. Like there's certain accounts that are just dedicated to telling you what's trending today. Mm-hmm. And then I save the reel, um, or I save the audio. And then I try within the next 24 hours to find five minutes to record a reel with it. Yeah. I do not do anything special for mine. I am not editing them in a really great way. I try to find some good light somewhere in my house. I, I'm not like changing into costumes and stuff. (laughs) These are not highly produced things. Listen, there was one you did where you, you put a Sharpie in here to make it look like a headset. (laughs) Like you were talking, that one was good. But it took, that took two and a half minutes total Yep. from the time I saw it because I was scrolling and I had the idea and I was like, I have time right now. My kids are both in the basement playing. So I quick did it. Like I am not batching my reels this week. I did for the first time. And I was like, am I a billion dollar business owner (laughs) (laughs) that I batched four reels in one day? (laughs) But so that's, some people do that, but I like to have trending audio that isn't super popular yet. So the quicker you do them, the better. So I don't like to make a reel on Saturday that I'm not posting until the next Friday. Um, so yeah, people usually just ask how I do it and if I do it all at once and how I find the sounds. And it's like, I do not make this a big part of my day. I don't spend hours on this. If I made a reel 
chances are if I post a reel, I made that within the last 12 to 24 hours, most likely. And I did it quickly and I'm not getting dressed and putting like doing my hair and makeup. Like I'm just not, I'm not putting a filter on. I find that they are funnier when I look how I do all the time. <laughs> I agree. I absolutely agree. <laughs> I think that's a big hang up for many people is just like putting themselves out there. Like it's, it makes sense. No bad. I think a lot of times we feel like we have to, you know, really put a certain you know, right. Aesthetic, aesthetic out there. What's your take yeah. on that? Like I can't do a reel unless my makeup's done, hair is done, house is clean. I got the, you know, like is, wh yeah. wh what's your thoughts? I think for some brands, it's probably a little bit more important. If you're putting off a certain aura in your brand, I will go as far as say, you know, there's a lot of people that want to be luxury wedding photographers. You might want to put a little bit more effort into it, but it depends on your clients. If your clients show up on social media, barefaced and with a messy house, then you probably can too. Um, or if you post one like that and have a good response, then you know, your people are into that. Um, for me, my clients love it when I look like this, when I look, you know, more stripped down because I don't have any expectations of them. Then I'm not making them feel bad about however they look when they're, you know, chin down scrolling through reels on their couch. Yeah. So, and I think that's kind of the point, like reels is stealing from TikTok in a lot of ways, or they're trying to, they're trying to steal from that grittiness, that like FaceTimey feel of a lot of TikToks. And so I find that when I bring that TikTok energy over to Instagram, it's received really well. What do you yeah. think? Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. I agree. And the ones that I've cared the most about, like it doesn't make a difference except for my own ego. And right. I discovered that when my ego is in the way that it's usually a pretty, like, it's usually a big problem. Yeah. Um, but it has not made any difference to views, to, mm -hmm. uh, to lead gen, to value that I give people. Honestly, it's like the opposite. It's like the more vulnerable that you're willing to be and just like put yourself out there. It's like that gets received as more authentic, more transparent, more, more valuable. Right. Because and the number one thing you'll hear on Instagram about reels is that people share relatable content. People share things that they can relate to. And I find that when people are very polished in what they publish, that's aspirational content. And there's absolutely a place for that. But reels doesn't seem to be it. Hmm. That seems to be more people are going to hit share and send it to their friends when you post something that they can relate to. Yeah. I, I do say that I, um, I do get like pretty, uh, we'll go with like the word polish that like you said a little bit more nitpicky on like really making sure if I'm going to do like a voiceover or like a little lipstick, like I do want it to like, to nail it. Yeah. Yes. I want to nail it. I want to like be yeah. pretty dialed in with that. Um, I, I think that does make a big difference. It's super distracting. I think if you're yeah. not like yeah. that missing a lip sync is more distracting and saying it wrong than you not wearing a suit. Yes. Uh, <laughs> someone just, one of my children right now, as we're recording this podcast, <laughs> this is, I'm just going to keep this in, has found <laughs> my Bluetooth wireless keyboard. So they're like, they're controlling my entire computer right now, running amok. I need to <laughs> disconnect Bluetooth immediately. 
All right, saved. Okay. My kids do that with my AirPods. They just like open it and close it. Yeah. So my sound goes in and out. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Okay. So um, hashtag relatable. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> Put it in a reel. <laughs> so we were talking a little bit about um, finding inspiration and how uh, how you'll use hashtags and you'll search for different uh, different niches, right? Yeah. Like to get inspiration from. You kind of mentioned like a designer niche, and then mm. bringing that to your Space. That way it's something yeah. new, it's fresh, it's and it also helps you to avoid like, did you just copy that from some other copywriter for totally. you know what I mean or whatever it is, yes. right? So I, I have uh I have a burner account and <laughs> I like to follow like niches within niches like as as kind of like granular as you can get <laughs> yes because I find the more granular you get like you get some of the best content out of these things that's I don't even know what half like of give it us means. an example okay so one of the one of the one of my burner accounts it's all about um following like board game influencers but not board game influencers magic the <laughs> gathering specifically do you so, play Magic the Gathering? I do. Magic the Gathering. Then I learn something about you every single week. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Magic, I'll grab my, I got some cards right here. So uh, Magic the Gathering. And see, look here. I Nerd literally. Alert. I know. I, if you are uh, podcast listeners, if you are in the mastermind <laughs> group and you are watching this right now live, which I got to encourage you, benhartley.com forward slash mastermind. You would see yeah. me holding an entire box of magic the gathering cards i digress but i i so i found something i'm kind of interested in right yeah uh that's fun and uh and and then i just go really deep within that with down into that lane of magic yeah. gathering dungeons and dragons and i get inspired so much by the reels and the content that they make and then i bring them over to my space my world not my space but you know my world with with photographers and uh, I find it a, a really, like, really helpful. Do you have anything super specific that you've seen over there that you're like, oh, that would be a good idea? Because I do think you do a good job of doing things that other people aren't doing in our joint space. Yeah, there was uh, there was one I just actually recently uh, posted this week, a couple of days ago. Um, I saw a, uh, uh, someone they were holding on to, it's, it's a classic uh, Magic the Gathering card. Uh, uh -huh. called a, oh man, wait, 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 Black Lotus. It's a very, okay. very rare, very expensive card, like thousands <laughs> of dollars, right? Super okay. rare. And they're holding the card and they're looking at it and it's a voice of it says, you better change my entire life, little <laughs> shit. Yes. And they're staring at the card saying this, like they just spent yeah. all this money. Uh, and so I did the same thing, holding on to um, a 1.2 lens, yes. like an 85 1.2. Yes. And I just captioned it when a photographer decides yeah. to upgrade to the 1.2 aperture yeah. lens. And it's just the exact same audio. It's, you better change my entire right. life, you little shit. You know, yeah. of me holding on to this lens, staring at it, <laughs> added a little like flight, like a flame effect. Anyhow. Yes. But the same thing can be true for photographers looking for inspiration. Like you can, I find that um, e-commerce shops are a really good place for photographers to find things because they'll have templates that you can use that string together pictures of their products with great audio or and you could put your own images in there that you've taken of people so there's certain industries that are directly correlated to what that you can steal from that it's not a big deal because you're not in competition with them yeah for sure um so there was a question well you know we mentioned the mastermind group we are broadcasting live there right now there was a question asked um by sheila about hashtags the hashtags matter anymore um I, you know what, what's your take before i give you my take 
It depends who you ask, I think. I'm asking um, you, Rachel. Yes. I use like three to five in all of mine. Um, and I have read recently that more broad hashtags are helpful for reels. I don't know about hashtags when it comes to posts. Um, I use them to search other people's things. Like I will, I, I think Instagram is moving more towards being a search engine. Like it's, you can type things into the search bar and they'll pull up hash like posts that have hashtags on them or the, what is it? The native text in the actual reels is now searchable. Mm -hmm. Is that true? So I think captions. yeah, I think it's more, which I do, or I try to, I think that is a bigger deal than the actual hashtag, whatever you write. Yeah. I think your SEO is more important when it comes to what you're writing on the reel and what you're writing in your caption. Perfect. My, don't get caught up in it. It's like, don't, yeah. don't let that be anything I don't do that, any that research stops on it. you. It's not going to make a significant impact. Uh, once upon a time it did because it was the only way that Instagram was able to know whatever the hell you did, but now they get to know with your bio and your name in, it can actually read as in like read the imagery that you're producing. It like gets to know your content. It gets to know who you are based on who follows you and who you follow. It's mm-hmm. reading captions on screen. AI is now able to like see everything visually what it is and put it into words and then yeah. invert that. And so like, Instagram is smarter. It's yeah, it's, it's not nearly as important as it used to be. And who knows, maybe that'll change in a month, but like, sure. Throw some out there. But like, don't sweat it. Don't honestly, don't waste another minute. Go grab five, like rant, like just throw something in there. Don't overthink it. It's not worth your time. Mm -hmm. That's, that's my answer. That's my take. It's a good answer. Okay. So you asked me this before we started recording and we had three very different responses because I went technical and you went overarching Hmm. like the three secrets to a successful reel. Do you want to say what your three are? And then I'll say what my three are because they're different. Yeah, they are, um, which is fun. You know, so for me, the three secrets to a successful reel would be um, one, uh, well, you I, you could summarize it as just value, but I, I would break it down to two different parts of value because you mm-hmm. can give people value through entertainment. Like you just make mm-hmm. them laugh. This is fucking fun. It's hilarious. Yeah. It's just good energy. This is like, or yep. maybe it's not even fun. It's just like, oh, ha, that was a good little chuckle. I just need that little yeah. little spike of something. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So it, it's it's entertainment. Uh, number two, it's education. A uh, combination of the two of those is absolute money where you edutain, mm-hmm. edutain, yeah, edutainment, edutain, you know, yep. where it's like, it's funny and I kind of took something away from it and you don't need to like blow someone's mind to get really like, even if it's just like, huh, that was like, I knows he's talking about a little bit. I get that. I yeah. get that sense, you know? So entertain, give them a little something along the way, a little bit of value. It can be in the actual reel itself or in the caption. And then the third thing is you have to call them into action. It, a reel is not is successful <laughs> if you are not inviting them into a next step. And mm-hmm. the next step doesn't need to be, nor should it be, contact me to see if your right. date is available. It right. might, maybe that's one every like blue moon, but even the call to action just being like, drop like a comment or like a very specific comment. Let me know yeah. down below, you know, or tag a photographer, tag a person who would relate to this, tag a, mm-hmm. tag a mom to be who, uh, who, who's experienced this, you know, whatever, whatever yes. your target yeah. audience is. Yeah. 
Um, DM me this save for later. Like these are just like really basic things. Do you need to invite them into engaging with your, with you and your platform follow for more? Like these are, it's got to be called action, educate, entertain, call to action. Yes. And when Ben initially asked me, I was thinking more about like the technical side of things. And so I was saying this is like the formula to have a reel to get attention. And I have seen this work for myself. You want to use a trending audio. You want it to be around seven seconds, maximum 10. um, If you want far reach. Um, And then what was the third one I said, Ben? Uh, Hook. Oh yeah. And then in your text at the top of the screen, the, as far up as they'll let you go in the app with your screen before they tell you, don't go any further with that yellow line, you want to hook them in to keep them around to stay. Um, either tell them to go read the caption. If it's not an enter, if it's not going to keep them through the audio or you just like put a, you know, engaging statement up there. Um, and I've seen that be true, but I think that goes back to what we were saying initially about there needs to be a bigger strategy. And something that I think is really important is to know that you don't have to create reels to go viral every time. Like that doesn't need to always be your goal. Sometimes I use a full 60 seconds and I'm just talking to the camera the whole time because I want to give a message to the people that I know are going to see it because I have this core group of followers that we all do on Instagram. You know, the, you've seen the memes, all seven people that like every single one of my posts. Oh yeah. Brett Moist, I'm (laughs) talking to you. (laughs) Yes. We all have those people that are like avid followers and I appreciate them so much. But if I have something I want to say to them because I want to encourage them or I want to give them a tip or um, a marketing idea, I'll use the full 60 seconds and I don't care how many views that gets. I want my seven people to see it and I want them to take advantage of the fact that they're going to be one of the few that are seeing it. So you can think about any kind of marketing you do in that way. That goes really deep with your people. That's not going wide. And that's not always my intention with my marketing. Sometimes I just want to get in there with the people that I know have been following for a while and will definitely see it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, uh, I totally agree. Um, man, what else do we need to get into with reels? Uh, well, I wanted to ask you because like kind of wrapping it up, like with the strategy side of it, you said, you know, what's the bigger strategy? What's your bigger strategy? What's the point of doing this for you? Besides the fact that you think it's fun in comparison to other marketing options available to us, what do you, what metrics are you looking for and why do you keep doing it? Yeah, it's a really good question. Uh, well, so I have a couple rules about paid traffic. We're going to, we're going to okay. go backwards here for a little bit. Okay. I like it. No, go for it. Um, I think paid traffic is awesome. Uh, you know, Facebook ads, Instagram ads, Google ads, it's, it's all cool and stuff. Um, however, I think most photographers believe that it'll be a magic bullet that if they, if they do this, then the business will be saved. My rule is that I will never run paid ads to an offer that has not been validated. Right. Okay. And so, um, or organic like Instagram reels, they are a great way to like validate, not just the offer, but even like the the pitch of the ad itself. Mm -hmm. So like if you're considering, you know, running some sort of ad for your service, test it out as reels first. Um, and, and see how it gets, 
uh, what traffic it gets, see how people mm-hmm. respond to it, see, test out different headlines, different calls to action, different hooks. Test. It's a great place to test and to play. And mm-hmm. so for me, and uh, low stakes, very, absolutely low stakes. low stakes. Yeah. And it can result in like absolutely awesome organic reach. Like mm-hmm. I've had multiple reels with millions of views. Uh, it's which just, is which crazy. Is crazy. Yeah. Which is crazy. And because there was very clear calls to action mm-hmm. result, not just in views, but like actual like business growth, you know? Yeah. So for me, it's a, it is a, it's a place to validate, um, advertisements, validate offers, validate ideas. Um, that's one of the things. And then, um, because I, I do eventually get into paid traffic, I think it's fun. Um, paid traffic works best when it is, uh, side by side, 50, 50 with organic. Right. If you want your paid ads, if you want to get a better ROI on your paid traffic, um, then you need to amp up your organic traffic and your organic presence. Yeah. Um, and it, reels are much easier to put out there than, you know, 50% blogs. Yes. You know, you're not going to be writing new blogs every week. Yeah. <laughs> and then lastly, I keep doing it cause I just enjoy it. Like it's, it's mm-hmm. fun to do. They're, 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 they're easy for me. Cause I just enjoy the, I enjoy the creativity behind them. I enjoy like the little bit of like, you know, we'll, we'll call it acting. That's kind of the reels I enjoy doing mm-hmm. like these little sticks. So I enjoy yeah. that kind of side of things. Um, yeah, that's, that's ultimately, I think why I continue to do them is like, as the, as far as the overall strategy goes, uh, I need to, I need to maintain organic. There's no, there's no world of, of success in your business. In my opinion, in terms of sustainability, right. That is paid only. I think there's other Mm -hmm. things. It's a pipe dream. A lot of people, let's run some Facebook ads and like everything will be good. It's not sustainable. It's, Mm -hmm. and it is, uh, one is the scariest number for any business when it comes to having one traffic source. And so if you're a photographer listening to this and like all of your traffic is coming from organic SEO, I love that for you. And like (laughs) AI is coming, like there's your, the whole SEO game is going to get completely turned upside down. If you're a photographer listening to this and you're getting all of your traffic from, bridal shows or, or, you know, whatever right. it is, it's like, man, this stuff can go away in a heartbeat. Like 2020 happened. And then all the shows got canceled for two years. Totally. And or so, if it's just referrals, yes. like a lot of people live and die on referrals, including myself, you know, that's probably our, at least 50% of our leads are from a referral, but that's not enough. Like I need more than that. I can't just bank on my people talking about me to their photographer friends, Mm -hmm. just like you can't bank on your uh, couples or your moms to talk about it because no one is as invested as your business as you are. So it's your job to come up with other streams of lead generation. Yeah. And reels is a great one. I find it to be just like Ben said, it's the easiest thing for me to do at this phase in my life. I don't have the time or brain space to be extremely strategic with like funnels or, you know, making freebies that lead up to big offers. Like I just can't do that right now. But what I can do is spend 10 minutes scrolling Instagram, looking for a sound and then lip sync to my camera in my basement <laughs> window. Like I can do that. And if I was shooting as much as I used to, like a lot of you are, I would have thousands of images to choose from and just plop them into a template. Like it's not that deep. No one's going to see it. Even the people who do see it, like they're seeing it because they like you. So they want to see your work. So I think people are just scared of looking silly or looking like they're trying too hard. And that's just a dumb way to live. (laughs) And 
I get frustrated hearing photographers say that they don't want to do it because I think it's a really big missed opportunity. Yeah. You know, there was something uh, that uh, someone posted here in, in the messenger oh, group. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. Curious about captions. They were like, captions are the place that really drained me. And, um, yeah. you know, I uh, r- real quick on that, um, just use AI. Like, uh, <laughs> honestly, and I know Rachel, he has a copyright, but like you can take your idea and you can say, hey, uh, you are a, uh, you're a, a Instagram copywriting master and I want you to write 10 different captions for Instagram uh, about why a client should spend less money on their floral budget and put more money into preserving memories. And then it's going to give you 10 Instagram formatted captions uh, that you can then piecemeal together and you can take one line from one, another line from another, and like, and then you have something to put together and then you just post it. Something else that people forget about is you've written a lot for your business already. Like you've written so much and the people that are going to see this Instagram post haven't read it. So go through your website and pick out your 10 favorite paragraphs or sentences and use them as Instagram captions. Mm. Like just, you've already done the writing, use blogs that you've done, use Instagram captions that you did last year repurpose, reduce, reuse, recycle everyone. Amen. Uh, There was another question that came through that was around Instagram's announcement to put more uh, energy, more attention on back to images and carousels, which I know what a lot of photographers want. And she asked, how do we feel it's going to impact the attention and impact that it's going to get on reels? And there may have been a, a slight decrease in reels and... I believe that Instagram is saying what they need to say in order to keep a certain group happy. And it really hasn't changed anything. Posts still suck. And in terms of reach, they just, they're, they just aren't getting there. Maybe they got a little bit more, but reels are still getting, uh, the most of the attention and reach. I also think it doesn't always matter what you're posting as long as you're there and keeping people on the app. Instagram's entire business model relies on you using it and keeping other people using it. So just post whatever you want to post, just post it stories, feed reels, lives, whatever feels good to you and takes you the least amount of time and energy. That's what you should be posting on the Instagram. (laughs) Uh, Not that you shouldn't put effort into it. I don't mean to be flippant about it. It's just that they're much more concerned with you just creating content and putting stuff out there than they are with it being the best thing they've ever seen. Yeah. I think a great way to end this is, um, I, I did a reel around this actually, because, mm-hmm. you know, I think a lot of people, they, they hold back from posting because of the fear of being judged or criticized. And, yeah. uh, and it makes sense. I have received so much hate, just like, you know, you, especially once you get a reel that gets like a million views, goes viral. Yeah. And then you just get like yeah. random people like seeing it totally. and, and, you know, all the, all the comments cringe, uh, what my, you know, imagine being, you know, a grown yeah. ass man and, and making this, you know, whatever it is. Right. And, um, and my, they're repl- not paying your bills. <laughs> Amen. But <laughs> my reply is I, I will reply to them and I will reply this. I'm going to leave you with this audience. All right. It is better to create something that others criticize than to create nothing and to criticize others. Totally. And you're going, when you put yourself out there, people like it's my kids come home. Hey, so-and-so called me a name. Well, are you that? No. Great. People talk. Mm -hmm. They're not going to stop talking. Mm -hmm. That's what they always talk. So you get to be the judge and jury here. You get to decide what's true right now. And so when you start putting yourself out there, 
I, I'm not promising it's all going to be gravy. People are going to talk. You're going to get some, like, who knows what it is. And it doesn't fucking matter. Or just don't go viral and no one will ever say anything mean to you. <laughs> or, well, so here's the thing. Cause they'll still talk. You'll still have someone back in yeah. your hometown. Somebody's, Did you see Rachel? Somebody is talking about me behind my back. Yeah. She's I making that. content. She and hasn't I'm even a... done her hair, you know? Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Oh, you mean my sisters? <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot. Too close to that's home. The, that's the next message that I get. Rachel, could you just put it up? God. Yeah. 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 No, I can't. Okay. I was in a rush. <laughs> that's so funny. All right. Hey, podcast listeners, thanks for being here today. I, I appreciate your time uh, and attention just listening to this. If reels are are a part of, as you listen to this episode, it feels like they might be part of your strategy. I'm excited for you. It's, it's a really fun ride. Mm-hmm. And this is just one little lane that it doesn't have to be. So if you're listening to this and you're like, I don't want to do reels, Ben, don't make me. I ain't gonna. Right. No one's gonna, but you've got to figure out other ways to continue to grow the business. If it's not reels, yeah. fine. Is it what it's, what's it going to be? Okay. It the nice thing with reels thing. though, is that the worst thing that will happen is no one sees it. That's literally the worst thing that will happen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, or you, someone else sees it and then they email and you're like, eat a deck of, you know, whatever. I'm <laughs> They won't. <laughs> they might. Uh, <laughs> thanks for being here, everyone. I really appreciate you so much. Until the next episode, episode Chimney <laughs> Cricket of the Six Figure Photography Podcast, keep showing up. And be kind to yourself. Bye.